I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Oi, the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. about now usually on Wednesdays we have a hilarious and creative opening from JC but JC is unavailable today so uh, let's ad lib one shall we okay um, Jimmy you start <laughs> hey my name's John Herdman and I I got a new job it's New Zealand I'm gonna be coaching for New Zealand I've heard worse impersonations of uh, of John than that. I mean, it's not bad, eh? I'm a horrible impressionist, but <laughs> an impressionist would be a painter, I think. That's true. Shorty a impersonator, a go-getter, a little bit of yeah. that stuff. Hey, I tell you what, though. I mean, I thought there was some time this morning. I thought today was going to be one of those monumental days in Canadian soccer. And uh, yeah, I, I tell you what, I'll be completely upfront, okay, with with my day. All right, so the news comes down that this report that John Herbman is is leaving well perhaps leaving Canada for New Zealand right so I rush into work and and I write this story and I get the guys in early and record this great chat meanwhile CBC have called me for a couple of interviews and they're coming down to meet me at my place of work to do an interview about you know the situation and I'm thinking man this is great and all you know I, I love these kind of newsy days but this story could definitely has legs. It could definitely change and could be completely different. And literally within about 20 minutes of CBC leaving and me finishing this other thing at Homestand Sports is when the statements came down. There's no story. John's staying. He's not going to New Zealand. And I thought, what a wasted bloody morning. But I really enjoyed it too. It's good to get into that kind of newsy vibe, right? Um, but a crazy one nonetheless, Craig. A crazy, crazy morning. And uh, I guess it's being put to bed, but I'm sorry. There was something there, and they won't admit to it right now. But I don't know how close John came to leaving Canada. I don't know whether he used this as leverage for a new deal. 
Um, I don't know how blindsided the Canada soccer was over this, but this wasn't just bad reporting from New Zealand, I don't think. There's way more to it. Well, it's obvious that he, he mentioned in the statement that it, New Zealand was was mentioned. So it's been leaked somewhere. But I think from the CSA's point of view, they didn't think anyone was going to come out. I think it did blindside them from that standpoint. So it was like, oh, what the – like, there's no problem here. You know, we got this under control. John's not going anywhere. And all of a sudden, there's a bunch of people getting out there just clickbait everywhere. <laughs> so that's what it but was, it wasn't right? clickbait. I, so, guys, I was the one – who saw the story, someone had tweeted it, and I went down the, the hole, and I read the whole story at 12.15 last night. So quarter after 12, I'm the only one up, and I send this out to you guys, and I go, could midday news in New Zealand, and it from this real hub, and he's got the story, and they were talking, and the only thing not signed were the contracts. So to your point, Charms, conversations happened, how serious the conversation is, you never know. But to your point, you know, John Herdman's contract, I think it was a five-year. I've been trying to track it down. This is his time to negotiate, is it not? <laughs> He's playing the right game. He's playing chess. CSA, they're playing They're playing those dart games from 1978 that got... Well, well listen, dart, listen Jimmy, remember when he, before he, he, he signed up for the on. men's team... Remember that yeah. um, there was talk about England, England women's team coming and offering him a job, right? right. So this isn't out of character. And it, like Wunga says there, Jimmy, if this is what happened, he's playing the game. It's what you do in professional sports, right? You use one team, yeah. one club, one nation against the other. If look at people that have been around the game a long time, you know, when it comes to negotiation, all the, all the rumors and stories start coming out, don't they? And it's so hard to keep things a secret. And sometimes just magically, you know, these rumors start coming out and it starts helping you in, in negotiations as well. Because all of a sudden now, oh boy, it's, it's in the headliners. This country wants me and that country wants me. So you're going to pay me, say, for instance, a million. Well, give me two and I'll stay. <laughs> it's all part of the negotiations. It happens all the time in football. All the yeah, time. And you look at John's situation, he couldn't be in a better one, really, if he's looking for a little pay rise, is that he's got the nation on his side. The CSA certainly don't. So they're they're right behind it before this even starts. So but by all accounts, it was all really done behind the scenes. But you know what goes some like you said, it leaked and somebody in the New Zealand FA picked up on it. But at the same time, he's under contract. He's not supposed to talk to other nations. And they're not supposed to approach him. That's breach. Like it's and no one does that, right, Craig? Well, they yeah, exactly. But they basically over, they basically talked about it. It's like, oh yeah, <laughs> we talked. Yeah, I guess you can talk. Offers everywhere. You can talk with anyone though, right? Casually, you know, just have a little chat. Like for example, um, Jimmy could be talking to um, the Football Ramble. You know, a much better podcast from UK, very popular. You know, casually, and they could say, hey, hey, Jimmy, so you're enjoying your time in, uh, on Footy Prime? You could say, yeah, yeah, it's great, you know, but hey, who knows what the future holds, right? It's casual. That's not an, that's not an official negotiation, but it can yeah. be just dropped there very casually, right, Jimmy? Well, you just so you've got to be careful with your words as well, though, don't you, really? Because even though it is casual, there's certain words that are trigger words that get you really started into negotiation. Negotiations just don't have to be about money, do they? 
you know, it could be those discussions about, hey, you know, are you interested in coming or, you know, maybe if there was something there, would you end up coming? And, you know, <laughs> I mean, so you're enticing those conversations that you legally you're not meant to be doing. Let's get it right. Remember uh, my old my old agent, Gary Bale's agent, Jonathan Barnett. Remember the uh, the Cole situation with him trying to get away from Arsenal to go to Chelsea. Yeah, and they were saw and seen and spotted in restaurants together. Oh, and- oh actually, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and you can't say, "Oh, what were you talking about?" Oh, just grabbing a coffee. But this all kind of made sense too. Like he has that history with the women's team in New Zealand. You know, it's not like this was the story had it all right. There was nothing. There was nothing when we were all on our dark web chatting about it. If this had come through, none of us would have been surprised. Oh, I don't know about that. No, I, mean, I don't think me, about for me. I know what you're saying because there was he's got such history. No, there. surprise that it's true. Surprise right, that like right. I, I'm not saying him leaving, but all the things lining up. And if he had this choice and he said yes to it, hadn't signed the contracts, all of us would have said, okay. That kind of makes sense. No, you know? no, I, I wouldn't know. Simply because no. I get the history, but that would have been a huge step backwards in his career. Mm. Right. Going from Canada to New Zealand. New Zealand's 105th ranked team in the world, right? Canada's 53rd. New Zealand is playing uh, the Solomon Islands and Fiji and Tahiti in, in qualifying for World Cups, right? Canada's playing USA, Mexico. Honduras. Canada's just done a deal with 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 Conmebol to play in Copa America in, t- in 2024. You know, Canada, as much as we're, we're a growing football nation, we know that, and we're, I'm not saying by any stretch we are a football nation, but there's so much more opportunity, I think, in Canada from a footballing standpoint than there is in New Zealand with respect to them. That would be a huge step backwards. Is there uh, less we- pressure, James? That's going not going to be going at all. It wouldn't be going because he's thinking about a backward step. He'd be going because Oceania is going to get at least one spot to the World Cup. So New Zealand's going. There is that. But so, and, is, so is Canada, though. You know, so on. is Canada. But maybe you know, maybe if they offered him to throw the bank at him, and he's been there before. I think his son was born there. He um, plays for uh, the U twenties. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful place and. Maybe he thought you never know. I it it yes, it would have surprised me a little bit, but on the other hand, I'm knowing him as well as I do is from that standpoint. It wouldn't have surprised me because he's I, thinking about he's always thinking about not only the team and opportunity and that he's thinking about his family. Number one, remember we talked about his family. He didn't want to pull his daughter around like he pulled his son around. So. You know, yeah, moving back to New Zealand would be doing that again, but they're also familiar with it. So, Jimmy, so. you mentioned that is less pressure in New Zealand. You're asking in Canada as a football coach or more? Yeah, I'm asking. What do you think? Oh, that's a really good question because, and I, I'm going to be, I'm going to sound hypocritical here by saying, you know, Canada's more <laughs> of a football culture than New Zealand. But the fact of the matter is, New Zealand love their sports. They mm, love their yeah. sports more than Canada does. Mm. I think there would be pressure there. You, you tell me, though. You know the football you know, scene better than me. I would say there might be more pressure over there than over here. Well, they're going to qualify, though. They're going to win yeah. Oceania, and that's a guaranteed spot to the World Cup. And, okay, you get to the World Cup. <laughs> and, and then you, you crash out in three games yeah, without yeah. scoring a goal. 
<laughs> I think there's way. Don't you think there's more potential? I mean, uh, maybe I'm just holding Canada at an unrealistic. No, you're absolutely right. If you're looking at the team too that they have and the core of the team that's going to be available in 26 and through this Copa and Gold Cup, and hey, listen, they should be going all out for these tournaments. Let's try and win fucking something. Yeah, we won anything for 22 years. There's only two things we can win, generally, and that is a World Cup, which is obviously very difficult. And the Gold Cup, and we've only ever done that once. Yeah. So overall, was it a good day for Canadian soccer? You know, we, we now know what, well, as far as we know today, everyone seems happy on the surface, at least publicly. John Herbin is going nowhere, um, as as Nick Bontis and Earl Cochran said. You know, they've got he's got the backing of the board. I, I don't know why he wouldn't. Um, <laughs> yeah, either, but. But I mean, it, I wonder, I mean, is, is it a good day for Canadian football or is it just a, another confounding day for Canadian football? No, that's good. I think there's uh, some stability within the association. And that's one thing that John's brought for more than a decade is stability to the program. Yeah. And it's if he leaves, day. oh my God. It's imagine? a good day too to get mentioned that CSA, that Canada soccer, that John Herdman are having media like our whole day has been about canada soccer in the middle of february february 1st sorry first of february and we're not talking about the raptors we're not talking about nhl you know it's uh, the super bowl tom brady geez second to tom brady retiring for the 18th time you know we're he got headlines today it's great Wonga, can, but Wonga, can i interrupt you there sorry um i hate to say this, but there's going to be some pretty pissed off people as well today because the She Believes Cup, which is a legitimate tournament in women's soccer, yeah, Canada announced their squad today. And Beth Priestman was talking today at two o'clock about the squad. Yet yeah, the men's team is dominating the headlines today, mm. overshadowing that. Uh oh. What are you trying to say? I'm saying they're going to be pissed off, and, and rightly so. Right? This, this year is. A women's World Cup year, right? There's a warm-up tournament, a, a, an important warm-up tournament, with news coming down today in a press conference, and then this breaks this morning. They won't be happy about it, the women's side of things, and, and nor should they be. Yeah, but look, Sharms, let's also keep in mind that you know they're, they're building up to World Cup. We're going to be talking so much about this women's national team. We haven't really heard anything prior about the men's team and all of a sudden it's it's headline news you've got to talk about it yeah you've got to talk about it and believe me the the, the women are going to have a, an awful lot of coverage we're going to be talking an awful lot about this national team and the squad hmm. it's just timing what do you and, he, and he's also part of the program like complete program yeah. he, he's you know what do we like he's part of the fabric of the csa and the women's program whether he's a coach there or not bev's take she's complete control but you know yeah it's all part of it still no cba by the way no CBA. It's gone pretty quiet, hasn't it? This this I, I is a mess still, right? Like, like let's a, be honest. A lawyer's dream to me. Oh, the hours oh, those guys are charging right now. Oh. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, the guys know and everybody involved, the women, that they're going to get a bill. And if it's a guy that I think that's looking after it, He's he's been known to give some multi-million dollar bills out, so I hope they know what they signed. <laughs> and I hope they realize that every phone call and every email, it's cha-ching. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you thought I, I thought it would be done by now, to be honest with you, but I just have heard nothing. I've heard nothing at all. I haven't been looking into it too deeply, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Now, the United States took six years to really get to the to the signing of that CBA. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that was a huge deal too, though, wasn't it? Oh yeah, like ridiculous. That was that was going to take some time when you start talking about money like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, and and it seems as if the important parts have been agreed upon, right? The revenue split 50-50, yeah. essentially. It doesn't um, seem that difficult to me. I think you're just working on percentages, right? Well, I mean, remember before the World Cup, the old image rights issue came up, and Fonzie signed his deal, and yeah. But it's just gone. It's gone dead quiet. Yeah, dead I know. quiet. Seems like okay. You got that guy. He was the first one you should get done. Yeah, and then the rest would fall, and you get it all organized. And yeah. you know. although Fonzie, did you see Fonzie uh, on the bench today in the cup in Germany? Um, he, obviously, we all talked about this. Jao Cancelo from City joining Bayern Munich. Cancelo known for playing on the left side at. at Man City. Now he can play the right side as well. We'll see where he settles at at Bayern Munich, but it did make me think about a bit of competition there for Fonzie. And uh, he's on the bench today. Fonzie comes off the bench, 70th minute, scores a goal. There's a competition right there, sunshine. Yeah, but the thing is is too, Charm, sometimes, you know, as, as clubs, when you start reading the writing on the wall, when you've got a player that's playing quite well and he's getting some interest, and you could maybe sell them, you get your backup ready. So maybe they will look at doing a deal with Real Madrid, which has been talked about in the past. And That's no what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Then we got a left back already in place we can cover. Yeah, I agree. I think that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Guys, Christ almighty, oh, enough speculation on Canadian soccer for one day. <laughs> now, now it's Fonzie going to Real Madrid. Let's start well, that hey, one, shall we? <laughs> one thing about Fonzie, he's going to end up just fine. I think he'll be just okay, yeah? He'll be A-OK. <laughs> he's a different he's, level. He's in be, like, be like John, right? He's sitting back thinking, you know what? In the end, it's going to work out just fine. One yeah. way or the other. <laughs> yeah, right. John would be golden as well. There's some like virtually like pretty new or unknown players moving around, like the one they just signed at Chelsea. That there's not a, somebody and many people in England have even watched him play, other than the World Cup, which he did not start. All right. So, how many people in England would have recognized Enzo Fernandez before the World Cup and said, "Oh, there he is. Mm. There's Enzo Fernandez." Yeah, no. he, he played the third. Seven? What he played the third third game? I think Argentina changed their midfield up all three opening games. Then he, then he played all the games, but it wasn't like he was like, you know, something that's like, it was like fucking Pele or something. You know what I mean? Like it. Yeah. Saying that he's been, he's been at Benfica for seven months, something like that. And he's lucky he's been there because when he was like a river in South America, if they had beaten a team they would have gone into the championship and he wouldn't have been available till January. As it happens, he was available early, lucky for Benfica. What a side, what a team, by the way, for finding the, these freaking gems. Eh? Incredible, isn't it? Oh, the yeah. amount of money they make. And they just flog them to, to Chelsea for obscene amounts of money. That's what they, well, they're, yeah, they're, they're in a completely different world, Benfica. And sporting. And sporting. And sporting. 
because Jam they don't get the big TV deal, but they want to compete at the top end or try to compete in the Champions League and Europa League, which they actually do on a regular basis. Yeah. They don't embarrass themselves. And the teams flip, 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 flip. It's what I think it's what Brighton are trying to be, isn't it? And doing a well, pretty damn good job of it right now. Yeah, you have to be expecting that when your players hit a certain level at Brighton, that yeah, it's the reality of the place. Like unless you're deciding to take it, you know, to uh, a different level. But you're right though, because the the Benficas, the Ajaxes of the world, there's not there's a few of those teams. Sporting, Porto, they just keep going through these cycles, don't they? And they're always at or near the top of their leagues within these cycles, and they sell players, and they're always replacing them. You know, yeah. in England. There really isn't that team, right? West Ham was it for a while, um, but not not for some time. Well, Southampton. Yeah, but look at them. I mean, they struggled there, haven't they, in recent years? They're not really contending for a championship, though. Ever. No, they're not contending, right? but they're, they're the club that develops very, very well, and then they end up flipping players all the time. You look at the players that have come through that system. Although they're spending money now, aren't they? They spend a ton yeah. of money this now they're, they're spending money, but still their academy is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, that's the difference between even the bottom end of the Premier League. The distribution of the Premier League is really quite equal yeah. or more fairly spread out compared to like Spain. I mean, where, yeah. you know, Laren is, those guys, I can't imagine their TV deal would be minuscule because they all do their individual deals. Well, the league is demanding uh, Real Madrid. An investigation, right? La Liga, the head came out yesterday and said that the Premier League are just cheats and they're just finding essentially loopholes how to make this stuff work. And here in Spain, we 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 only allow our teams to spend what they make. It's like, well, yeah, very recently, up until yeah. then, you didn't give a shit. Yeah, until you got your league. hands flapped. <laughs> well, that's a problem. And, and it's exactly. actually, as much as they've mismanaged these clubs financially, that's kind of the worrying thing is because they're still giants in the game. And you know what they're doing when I put out about, you know, look at the, the Premier League spending. I mean, it is the Super League. The Premier League is the Super League and it's a little bit dangerous. I, I know it's cyclical, but this seems a little bit different where these teams are so desperate right now that they're going to keep that Super League open. And we know the the Americans in the Premier League, we know the ones that would do it in a heartbeat. So I don't you're know. Right, you're right. I think, it is, I think it the, is power, the power of the Premier League, and it's my favorite league, and I got a soft spot for it. It needs some equality somewhat around all the other leagues. And obviously, that's very difficult because these other countries and rules and legal you know, situations that they're in is much different. So it's hard to you know, do something like if the NFL want to do something or the NHL, it's easy because the laws in two countries, you can figure it out. But you know, a salary cap, never going to happen. It's just jealousy, right? Yeah. It's just jealousy because, um, one second, Wong is like feverishly trying well, to gesticulate oh, towards Sorry, only because we're talking, I don't want you guys to jump out of the subject. And uh, so Wonger's mail sack, one of the questions, our friend Kerry Ryan. So here's the big question. What Jan transfer move surprised you the most? So just oh, surprised so, us the most. Yeah, like which one did you go? Right. Wow, I'll go on for you. Yeah. Keela Navas to Nottingham Forest. Yeah. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. That's one. I'll tell you what, right? I would love to be sitting in, in that dress room just having a little giggle because all these players and these new players that they brought in on loan and sign, they've had to get rid of other players. So the half the team must be sitting in that dress room going, 
Oh, shit. Who's next? <laughs> Gaffer comes in. You out. <laughs> you, you're going on loan. You're going here. Yeah. Nobody knows if no stability, right? I mean, they're trying to, I guess they're trying to get stability, right? But because they had, to, they, had, they had to get rid of players in order to bring players in. Yeah. They, so they got to think of that, Jimmy. I mean, that dressing room, the reason why they got to where they are now is because of that dressing room and that team and that. Yeah. You know, and they're all gone, and they're just yeah, trying to buy, buy, buy. And twenty-eight, like, Craig. Twenty-eight players have come in since the summer. That's a squad. Yeah, twenty-eight. That's. I mean, they didn't have a choice, right? Because all those loan deals and that, and but I mean, you got to give Steve Cooper credit, Jimmy, to be where they're at right now. They're they're above the drop zone. At least they were last time it looked right. No, they're yeah, yeah. They're on a bit of a run right now. I mean, he's doing. He's working wonders there. Yeah, he's doing well. I mean, they're getting quality in. It's like we said before. Yeah. I mean, that's it's a hell of a job having all that, all those players and then just trying to get the best out of them and trying to get them to play your style of football. You believe in your philosophy, and and keep in mind, like these these players are just coming in. You don't know much about them. Fuck, he doesn't know their names. Individuals. No, he's like, hey you, <laughs> hey you, number number twenty five, <laughs> <laughs> the Spanish guy. Yeah, Greek guy. Oh, Christ. Yeah. You can imagine him walking down the corridor and shaking players' hands and be like, sorry, who are you, son? You know, it, it probably reminds, it reminds me a bit. Wonga, you probably remember this. JC, like when, I'm not sure if you guys went, Wonga did, went away to school, to university, right? When you walk into that residence or a co-op I living in for the first day and you're like, you don't know anyone and you're like, you're shaking hands and you're checking out girls and you're, you know, it's so exciting. <laughs> it's such it's an amazing. amazing time of your life. It's amazing. Oh my god, I miss it so much. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't I didn't get to live in a residence, but I remember going to visit my friend in the residence and just going, dude, this is spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> you had a dungeon somewhere. Yeah, there's like three thousand people jammed into three apartments yeah. basically. Oh. And you have to hang out together. I lived in a place called Neil Wysick Cooperative mm. on uh, Gerard Street. Yes. And Church. You know it, JC? Oh, I know it well. Yep. Very, oh, very well. Times we had. And, and basically there's apartments, just like four or five bedroom apartments. And uh, you, you just move in and it's luck of the draw. And I'm still friends with some friends from that first year now. Right. It's just, it was brilliant. But yeah, the, such fun. I, I can smell the dank squalor right now. And oh, I miss it so much. Good Don't you times. think that you actually grow up more doing that than you do actually the school part of things? Oh, oh. The school was just the aside, right? It was an inconvenience. Yeah. School like was about daughter, obligation. My daughter school goes was to, just obligation, right? Goes to Queens and Kingston, and she's with like there's six or eight girls in the place. Great group of girls, but they first get there, they're just a sack of shit. Like they can't get the garbage sorted out. They're three weeks in, the garbage is piling up. Nobody's doing the dishing, dishwashers. And then they finally figure it out. It's like, Oh, I got to figure this shit out. So they, they did a calendar and they, you have to do this on what days. And it's just like, it's just like real life shit. Cause now mom and dad aren't fucking doing it for you. No, it's, so they're, like, they're like ex-footballers. Wait, wait a second. Yeah. Craig, <laughs> how's, how's your garbage bed? How's your bed made of garbage? <laughs> do as we I say. You hey, can see your closet's nice and tidy. <laughs> there's a dead. There's a dead cat. <laughs> cat died three weeks ago. Three Hilarious. Weeks ago. Craig's using it as a pillow. <laughs> Stay in there. He's using a dead cat as a pillow. Still got a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> 
No wonder Cheyenne f- figured that out so late. Nearly killed the thing. I tell you what. That, You're right, though. You are right, though. My fat cat broke my uh, my therapy light. Uh, <laughs> how did he? How did he break it? Well, fuck. She's massive, and she ran by the cord and pulled it off the wall, and the and the cord bent, and now I can't get the, the cord in, and it just bro- and it broke off inside. It's all fucked up. That, that's the fattest cat. I've ever seen. Like, what, what do you seriously? What do you feed it? That's not cat food, man. That it's everything. That's roast dinners and everything. <laughs> hey, she annoys me. I'm just like, you want to be fat? You just I want to be sane. I'd rather be sane and have a fat cat. I have to put her on a diet. She'd be bugging me all the time for food. So you, we're, we're gonna have to do a GoFundMe. A GoFundMe for Craig's new therapy vitamin light. D therapy light. Yeah. But do you, do you think the cat walks by the mirror and is like, fucking hell, Greg, look at what you fucking done to me. I got one of those, I got those thin mirrors for her. Dad. Look Dad. At like, two years ago, I was like a model. Look at me now. Oh, no, that Greg, thin mirror. She walks by it. She looks like. You made me fat, cow. daddy. You've enabled me. <laughs> I'm disgusted with myself. Yeah. Especially when she can't clean her ass. <laughs> oh. Oh, do you Jesus. do you have to clean her ass for her? That's all over your bed sheets. Kinda. Do you clean oh. it the same way that she does? Ah. <laughs> we're gonna have to get we're gonna have to get that uh, that cat a bidet like I have. Yeah, comes full circle. Teach that cat how to poop on the on the toilet. <laughs> Just like forget, meet the fuckers. A GoFundMe page for Craig to get a therapy light. We gotta find Craig a woman. Ooh, we should have a a dating coach. We should have a dating coach on here and tell us how the divorce guys have to date. Mm -hmm. Can we do that? Maybe Amy can fill that void as a coach. Dating coach. Yeah. Change the skew of the show. Give us a little more to talk about. So slowly shift from sports, from from soccer to like just lifestyle and and personal coaching. Well, if, if any crew of people need a life coach, the five of us could probably use a life coach. We're not. I, we're not I would love examples. to sit down with a dating coach. I want to hear all about that one. Yeah, How does that work? I don't know. I think. I think there's. Are going to give you chat up lines? Yeah. There are those idiots that have those. Those. Uh, <laughs> you can sign up for those. I guess workshops online and like guys who who teach you to have game and stuff. Have you seen this stuff? No. No. Oh no. Oh, I mean, I've it, seen it's, it. It's something. It's... Yeah. It sounds just pathetic. I think that's the problem with the, the this group we got now, the age group in this generation, is that they've got no fucking social skills. They're just on their fucking phone, and they can't match anything on there because all the pictures are filtered. Everybody looks a million bucks, and their lives are shit. And they're not shit. They're just normal as everybody else, but they can't see it. Everything pales in comparison, right? Right. Yeah. Nobody yeah. posts. They post the best of themselves. He sounds like a dating coach. He does. Craig there could be a know. dating coach. Craig's talking into the mirror right now. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) People like you and you're good enough. You're nice enough. And God darn it, people like you. Yeah. People love you. How do we go from Nottingham Forest to this? I don't know. Sorry about that. It was probably my fault. Starkey was your Starkey said that uh, 
uh, hey, I really enjoyed Sunday's This Just In because Wonger didn't derail it or something to that effect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, thanks, Starks. <laughs> and you have the mail sackers? Man, you. Yeah, the, yeah, there was. There was one more, and it was a fun one. It was. Uh, Force is out, by the way. Yeah. Five nil aggregate. It was. Yeah. Uh, you uh, might. Uh, yeah. They played Newcastle that. in the Colin Cup, Colin Cup Carabao Cup final. Fun. Um, Alan Scholes, our buddy from the West Coast. What odd combination of food do you like to make yourself? His is putting peanut butter on on the bun with my hot dogs. What? Ooh, that's kind of weird. And but then I carry through in peanut butter, bacon, maple burgers are a thing of beauty. So peanut butter seems to go well with with that kind of salt. <laughs> with everything? Savory, yeah. Would it be crunchy peanut butter or smooth? I don't know. It doesn't well, say. Be smooth. Do you guys it? have any weird eating stuff that you throw in there? I had so many banana or banana peanut butter banana sandwiches or jam and peanut butter sandwiches when I was school. I just ugh. yeah peanut I butter like banana. Both. That's is that a UK thing or a Canadian thing? I don't I know. Think that's that pretty Canadian. Canadian. That's I know we grew up with peanut butter banana. Yeah, you do? but okay. I've got one weird thing is uh, I like a good boiled egg, and when I have a boiled egg, it's a soft boiled egg. The way in our condiment of choice for a soft boiled egg is oyster sauce in our house. I, so you put oyster sauce and you uh, use a little spoon and you dip in and you dip into the yolk and it's with toast. It's fantastic. Oyster sauce is like Asian ketchup, basically, right? It's it, yeah, really it can great. be. It's hoisin uh, and oyster sauce are the two, yeah. along with soy sauce. Mm-hmm. So those are your mm-hmm. three. That's the trifecta. It doesn't sound weird to me. That sounds delicious, actually. It, 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 was, it is delicious. Hey, as JC... Shows us his ramen noodles he's eating yeah. right now. It's not. It's actually a carbonara that my wife just made. Oh, um, but here's my my weird thing is I eat everything with chopsticks. Literally everything with chopsticks. It it doesn't taste good to me unless I'm eating it with chopsticks. Anything, so, noodles anything. or anything, anything. I, more I mean, Asian obviously, I'm not, I'm not I'm not cutting yeah. a steak with it with the chopstick, but I have to eat things with chopsticks. I cannot stand using a fork. Why? I don't know. I just really like the effort and like it, it's it's takes a little bit of effort to eat with a fork or a spoon. It's just like, yeah, like shovel it ah. through. I like keep, to challenge myself. Keeps you in everything. Keeps right. you if you go to a restaurant, do you bring your own chopsticks? Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Generally, yeah. I only go you to Asian restaurants. like an absolute freak sitting there eating fucking chopsticks at McDonald's. Well, <laughs> it's well, I mean, but it does the trick. It does the trick. When I'm lifting up my big Mac in there. It doesn't yeah. do the trick. You just hey, kid, it. we should get out of here. That guy over there. Let's go <laughs> fucking scaring the shit. What about when you're eating like a steak or, or chicken breast? Like you need a knife. You cut yeah, it up. Well, I'll pieces. cut it up and then I'll and then I'll use my chopsticks. So you're using a, the knife's not uh, you're not foreign to a knife. No, I like a knife. I like it. I'm not allowed so to use knives, but yes, I like a knife. You'll prepare your meal with a knife and cut up when these be cut. And then you will use, you'll bring out from your, your purse oh, yeah. your chopsticks. Oh, yeah. And start eating it. Yeah. Do you have them in your back pocket? He's going to tell us in a second that the doctor said you take all the knives out of the house. Well, I, was, you weren't, I wasn't going to say it, but, <laughs> you know, they're in, was, they're in the top cupboard. I'm not allowed to go in there. When you, hey, J- go ahead. J- Sorry, JC, uh, you came in just a bit late. Sorry. But you had an opening for us. Can we play it halfway through the show? That makes sense. I, you know what? Based on what we were talking about, so think about the five of us in a dorm. This opening is absolutely perfect. Okay, well, I'm gonna give me two seconds. You guys keep talking. I'll tell you when it's down. Um, your first date with your with your your missus. 
JC. Yes. yes. Uh, let's say, you, I don't know, but let's say you went for dinner, or your first dinner date with your, your missus. Okay. Did you pull out the, the chopsticks then? <laughs> wait, wait. I just heard, did you pull out? <laughs> <laughs> My audio cut out. Yeah. I was like, what? So listen. Did you so, pull out? No, of course pull I out, Pull out. <laughs> it was the first date. <laughs> Well, that's why we had to get married. Yes. <laughs> yeah. so, you should have pulled out. So I'm very strategic when I go out to eat. It's always handheld stuff or Asian food so I can get around it. You know, I, I make it work. Otherwise, yeah, I will pull out the chopsticks at the keg. I'm fine with that. And then take the knife home after, which is a true story. You stole, you stole a keg knife? The night that I proposed to my wife, we went to the keg and we stole my wife when we left. She pulls a knife out of her purse. I'm like, what's is she gonna murder me now? She's like, no, she didn't I stole, trust you. I stole it. It's a it's a memento. Sorry, Mel. <laughs> and that knife to this day is like in the kitchen or yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. On the wall? Well, it's a, it's up on the top where I'm not I'm not allowed to go. Oh, right. I'm not <laughs> allowed to play with the knives. <laughs> That's so romantic. That's nice. That reminds what, me. What not an odd to... couple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't don't invite her around the house. Yeah, you have nothing to steal, anyways, except the big fat cat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, had got one spoon. I had a buddy in England. His wife was what is a kleptomaniac? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she yeah. stole stuff. Yeah, klepto when you steal. Yeah, and he'd be like driving home to Southampton where he lived from Ipswich, and he'd phone up and like, "Hey, uh, we're missing a pair of sunglasses here." Oh, okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll check her purse. No way. <laughs> That was Imagine. a thing from your own house. Yeah. These are friends. Were, was there anything like sunglasses? Is, was it all small? Or was there like, hey, we're missing eight grand and a diamond <laughs> ring? You know, anything like, like well, that? If she got to the bank accounts, but she didn't get to the okay. bank accounts. But Yeah, but yeah. all the little things add up, Wonger. Yeah, you're right. You, know, you, you nick some, some pots and you nick a couple of bracelets <laughs> and you nick yep. forks. And you can, you you can find Jimmy on Facebook Marketplace. Just find yeah. him, Jimmy Brennan, Facebook Marketplace. I'll tell you what, though, you better be good friends with them, right? For you to keep inviting them back to your house, knowing that she's going to steal. I yeah. said to him, why don't you should just leave shit out right in them open, get it out, get it over real quick, yeah. Yeah. right? Let her fill her purse up, then just before you leave. It's it's like the, you'd give her a loot bag at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here's, our, here's our watches and here, you go. Hey, Jared, here you go Jared, you of, here you go like do you think if she walked in right and you know just meeting everybody and was just totally honest by the way look I'm laying it on the table i'm a fucking klepto all right now my hands are gonna drift when you're not looking i'm gonna try to put a few things in my pocket and all that okay but i've told you this is what's gonna happen and if you catch me i'm sorry <laughs> pretty be upfront about it right yeah. be honest yeah, not just send front. jeff an email because yep. then then if they found you then if they check your purse after you like i fucking told you would, would that be the right? same if you like I'm a sex that, maniac a sex addict say listen i'm probably gonna try and fuck your wife tonight i'm sorry i apologize <laughs> i can't help it i'm an addict well maybe if you're a little bit freaky like that yeah hey yeah, all just depends on when you're throwing it out there. I'm just being honest. Yeah, <laughs> just so you know, I might try and nail your misses. Okay, I'm gonna play the opening. I like that. <laughs> hey, you've reached Booty Prime, the podcast. Sorry we couldn't get to the phone, but it's in Dan's front pocket. Leave a message after the beep. Hey, this is uh, Jan calling from Langdon. 
description for Cialis is ready. It's quite quite a lot, uh, actually. It's quite a large order. Uh, also, your case of Just for Men, uh, along with the uh, bottle, large bottle of KY jelly and uh, uh, your large box of Preparation H will also be available for you to pick up uh, if you'd like to come in uh, today or tomorrow and grab. Uh, excuse me, just one second. Sir, you cannot do that in the store. Please put that away. I prefer the openers midway through the show. Yeah, I do too. That's wicked. <laughs> but I think that that would be a very appropriate call if we did all live in a dorm together. And maybe one day we will. Yeah, there's every chance. Three of you we'll, should already. Yeah, it would be a cheap, dirty, stinky dorm. I couldn't live with Craig. I can't do cats. I'm allergic. Well... What are you saying? Sort, we sort that out. <laughs> <laughs> Run the bath. <laughs> Sorry, Ted. Uh, hey, it's very good swimmer, brother. What? What's that? No. It's like you're you're holding your head under yeah. I'm trying to get it back on track here. I'm trying to get this because we've oh. been off track now for a while. Yeah, it was a good um, one, though. Good it was Wednesday, track. after all. It's a foundation yeah. show. Foundation. Um, yeah, yeah Tosain Ricketts retired from Tosain, yeah. Yeah. Good for him, and he's uh, jumping in the media world. God knows why he wants to do that. Yeah. But, uh, no, good summer for his country. Good for um, him. I was at the TFC announced uh, what announced they unveiled Sean Johnson today. See, so they unveiled him. I mean, it's not like he was under a blanket, and you know, you, you're walking in. Here, here he is. We knew it was Sean Johnson beforehand. Um, he speaks really well. Good presence mm. about him. Um, yeah, he seems like a good guy. He does. Yeah, he really does. So a busy, busy day for Canadian football, that's for sure. The Danish player, too, got announced again. Yeah, right? yeah, that's right. Where does he stand? Like, give me... Uh, right beside the other centre-back. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be two of them, Dan. How good Maybe is sometime, he? Sometimes How good three. is this guy? How is this a steal? Is this a big... Yeah, Jimmy, just... you want to break down... <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> you want to know. break down I... the Bronby centre-back they signed today? <laughs> well, Jimmy, am I asking two, two tough questions? Now let's be honest. So, but hey, Brom, Bromby's a good club. It's a very yeah. good club. You're, you're not a you're not a bad player if you're playing at Bromby or Copenhagen and, and these types of clubs. So, you know, maybe he's just at a point now in his career he wants a bit of a change. And MLS is a lifestyle that he that he's looking for, and Toronto could be a good fit for him. But we definitely need center backs. That's a fact. We know that we need center backs. We need maybe another midfielder. We could do a striker, goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Great, we got one. So. Mm. You can see they're trying to put the pieces in place. I love how Jimmy still refers to TFC as we. He's still still part of that club, you know, first captain. First yeah. signing, I think. Well, too, right? a, I support the club. They I couldn't give the a fuck about Jimmy. <laughs> no, that's, that, that's, <laughs> that's <fact>. nice. <laughs> they don't give a shit, but no, I just support it. <laughs> um, that's well, just I was going to take my name off that wall there and take it home and put it on my front door. Hey, Jimmy, uh, the, the New Zealand's looking for a coach, apparently. Could do worse. <laughs> it's a bit too far, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but it's beautiful, New Zealand. You've been not like there before? Can, it's not like I can get back here in a weekend. <laughs> I love New Zealand. No, I've never been. Place. No, That's one part, no, I haven't been or, or Australia. It's on the bucket list. Mm. I had a New Zealand girlfriend when I lived in Australia. Kiwi girlfriend. How long were you in Australia for? Seven months. And uh, where? Uh, Surfers Paradise, Byron Bay, oh, all that. East, Sydney, Byron Bay. up to Brisbane. Yeah, um, Longer's got kids all the over Gold the Coast. place. Yeah, there's a lot of quarter Asian. 
looking well, people. Listen, we yeah. could get our uh, little oh, dorm, uh, our frat house in Australia. That would Ooh. that would be all right, wouldn't it? Yeah. I'm down for that. Yeah. The sun, heat, weather's good all year round. Yeah. Spectacular. I'll no, tell the wife no. later on, but yeah, let's, let's do it. Fun. Why would you tell her? Let's just do yeah. a runner. <laughs> Going out to get some milk. Yeah, gone. <laughs> I just FaceTime with my daughter. She'll be fine. Yeah. Be fine. Get a plastic bag, fill up a pair of underwear and whatnot. Yeah. Make it all about the business. Just go, honey, uh, I've got to go deliver some pies. Or an R and D R and D man, research <laughs> and right. development. Right. A lot for of pies months. out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, by the way, we've got a new new pie for Super Bowl. Cheese and chili. It's mm. delicious. Really good. Recommend that people get on the shamansproper.ca and buy one of them. Or two of them, or three of them. Get lots. They're delicious. Uh, anything else you want to get to um, before we say adieu? A dude? Um, a dude. No, oh, no. It's, uh, it's like buying in uh, oh, I, I wanted to, Guatemala. Want, a lot of their sentiment, though, it was interesting. <laughs> there were a lot of people who were uh, upset that he was leaving, but everyone thought he had done such a great job. So there was a real, that sentiment was, you know, if you have to go, everyone seemed understanding about Herdman. Um, and I found that kind of, you know, a really cool thing that everyone appreciated what he's done so far. So oh, it's yeah. great that he's staying, but that sentiment of he's he's brought us further than anybody else. I thought that sentiment was really important. There's also That was mixed with uh, an excuse to hammer the CSA. Oh, oh my God. I got yeah. that a lot from Twitter. But like, nothing happened. The guy's still with Canada yep. Soccer. Yep. But any excuse to destroy that organization, people would jump at, it seems. And no, uh, that's still unfortunate. Well, let's look on the bright side. We got some stability. We got a coach that's done very well. And may we continue success with this national team program because there's a lot ahead. Big Gold year Cup, coming up. Copa America, World Cup. Amazing. There's a lot going on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Fubo TV free prime deal is over. <laughs> but still, <laughs> you're not supposed to read the whole thing. Oh, you're not. just supposed to say Fubo TV <laughs> slash. FuboTV.com slash footy prime. Oh, the deal is over, but still talk about it. The deal as far as getting the discount. Yes. Not our deal. The 25. No, not our deal. (laughs) I was learning about (laughs) shit. Uh, Then you were supposed to say (laughs) footybets.ca. Go to footybets.ca. So we're still sponsored by by North Star. Well, we're trying to figure all that out, but we're still, we're giving them some free media. Okay. And then the last one is Amy Walsh back on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. And Craig's to to I want to get in, you know, great topic to discuss with Amy on Friday is, um, I think this, the Saudi Arabian Tourism Board is, is whatever it's called, Tour Saudi or whatever it's called. They have signed a deal to sponsor the Women's World Cup. Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Can't go to a soccer match <laughs> if you're a woman in Saudi Arabia. No. But uh, we're going to sponsor it anyway. So we'll, we'll talk to... Amy about that and, and much, much more. All right, everyone. Hope you uh, enjoyed that. It was serious for a while. Then we went off the rails. Then we came back kind of football talky. Off the rails and then back again football talky. So uh, overall, it was a, a good show. Craig, thank you. Jimmy, thank you. JC, Wonga, thank you very much. Uh, we'll be back on Friday. Keep buying. Should I still say that? Keep buying newspapers? Sure. Oh. All right. Just do. <laughs> everyone needs to read. Laters. 
Join the conversation on Twitter. Help us fill Wonger's mail sack at footy underscore prime. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.